President Donald J. Trump is fighting the deep state with all his might. He's helped in that battle by Q, a mystery US government insider who leaves cryptic messages on the internet. The QAnon conspiracy started when Donald Trump said this. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Infinite Fringe. My name is uh, BRV Anon for this episode. That's what I'm going to call myself. Uh, BRV Anon or, or Billy Ray Anon? Which one sounds better? I don't know. Let me know. Valentine Anon. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm going to call myself from now on, man. All right? That's my new AKA. A- anyway, anyhow, straight from New York City. You, you guys know the deal. Everywhere you guys can hear my voice. God bless you all. Got Jimmy Jean here with me. Jimmy, what's up, man? We're not on True Frequency Radio, but uh, you're here anyway. What's going on? I know I can stretch my legs over here. No one's going to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> Nobody's going to tell me not to make the voices or whatever. Don't, don't, I know. don't make the noises. Don't make the noises. Please. <laughs> Don't make the voices, don't make the noises, none of that shit. Hey, you know what? It's good to be here, though, on the Infinite Fringe Radio Network. (laughs) The power of Billy Ray Valentine, the charisma, ladies and gentlemen, that can be found only one place, and one place is right here, the Infinite Fringe. That's where we're at, man. What what an intro. Hey, we're going to talk about QAnon, if you haven't... um... If you haven't uh, caught on to that already, a BRV Anon. Do you like BRV Anon, Jimmy? No, I don't think so. I, no. I, I, honestly, I want you, I don't want you to be anonymous anymore, Billy. I want you to step out and be. I want you out of this box, and I want you to be free right now. You don't have to be anon anymore. You can be <laughs> Billy Ray Valentine right now. All right, great. This is the that everyone's been waiting for liberation. I'm gonna come out and uh, and uh, shut down the deep state. Uh, and and I'm gonna open up all those sealed indictments. I'm gonna do it right now. Um, trust, the plan. But, trust. But the plan. I'm gonna trust the plan, and I'm gonna go with this. John Brisson is here with me. John, how are you, sir? Um, welcome back to the Infinite Fringe. Last time you and I spoke, we were doing a pro wrestling podcast, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but now you're back. You're back here on the Infinite Fringe. We're gonna del- go down the Q and On road. What's up, brother? Doing well, Billy Ray. Hi. Glad you could be here, Jimmy, too, as well. Um, now, I will say that Billy Ray does have the charisma. Granted, not as much as my favorite wrestler of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, <laughs> but you're almost there, Billy Ray. You're almost there, brother. He's, I, uh, sm- I smell what you're cooking, man. <laughs> <laughs> but today, today we're going to talk about uh, QAnon. We're going to break it down of why uh, uh, it is definitely not anything that we should really be giving false hope in that it is hopium for the masses and 
you know, with the players that are involved with it who are, may not be pushing it, when it actually may have started, and um, whether or not anything is going to ever come of it. Well, that's that's the interesting part, whether or not anything is going to ever come of it. That's how we're actually going to have some leverage on this. And, and, and this is why Donald Trump needs to be elected uh, again or selected, whatever you want to call it, just uh, to put these things to rest, in my opinion. Because otherwise, I'm already hearing Donald Trump needs another term to complete the master plan. That's what I'm hearing. You know, um, whatever. I mean, we don't want him. We don't want Biden. I don't want any of these people. Just saying, though, we're going to get one of them. So if we're going to get one of them. It may as well be Trump and we can put all this nonsense to bed. I don't think it's going to happen personally. But who, who knows? I could be very wrong. There's a lot of people in the community that are down with this. They, they endorse this. And they believe this, whether they believe it because they're making tons of money and getting tons of YouTube views, uh, that's one thing. Or if they really believe it is another. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either way. But we'll explore all of that today. Jimmy, give me something on your boy QAnon. You know who he is. I know you do. Yeah, of course I do. And, and you know, it's always been um, an interesting uh, script turn uh, for the uh filtered reality that we get through the media whether it be alternative or mainstream uh there seem to be a lot of people that jumped on board with the QAnon thing and i can see why and you know on a lot of levels there's really nothing wrong with people finding out about stuff and going out and researching it um that's really not what we're what we're really gonna uncover here or sort of dissect here at infinite fringe man this this goes a little deeper um, honestly, um, I think uh, John has got some great information uh, to bring to the table. Um, I, I've been I've been around the Q uh, fireplace here, the the bonfire. Um, I've thrown Q under the bus for the last year, uh, simply because you saw these players, uh, these Jerome Corsies, these Lionels. Uh, all these people, John B. Wells, um, all these guys jumping on there, trying to beef up their click rate over at their over at their uh, situation. And uh, so I, I can't wait to get into this with John tonight because I know he's got some great info uh, to bring to the table that I haven't even really looked into. So heads up, here we go, man. All right, let's get let's get started, John. I'm going to throw it to you. I want you to pick it up wherever you want, whatever you feel is more more pressing that you want to get out of the way ASAP about, about Q. Uh, maybe we should dig into a little bit of the history first, now that I think about it. They used to call this guy Q Clearance Patriot. Apparently, that was his first name before he became QAnon. Does that make sense to you? Does that, does that sound correct? If not, please correct me and take it from there. Go ahead, John. Not 100% true, uh, Billy, uh, Ray, but first I want to start um back i think QAnon even goes farther back to the 1990s um which there was a lot of scams that were going on uh during that time um one was the omega scam uh where uh christians were were being bought into like this pyramid scheme like this ponzi scheme uh by a gentleman whose name was clyde hood who was later uh, sentenced uh, to 14 years from federal prison for mail fraud wire fraud and money laundering um, and he was grifting people out of, out of their money. Um, and what came of that came uh, what what came of that was a later this uh, scam that built upon it 
was done by this woman named Shaney Godwin, also known as the Dove of Oneness, uh, who was actually a part of Omega. Um, at that time, she was being supposedly duped uh, by Clyde Hood. It would later turn on him. Uh, but she would pick up that um, banner and scamming people and making a cult. And um, she would uh, build it around uh, this NASARA, which was the National Economic Stabiliz- Stabiliz- Stabilization Recovery Act, um, that this guy named Harvey Bernard, uh, Barnard, uh, he, he, he wrote up this plan uh, and sent this bill to Congress in 1990 of trying to get the congressmen to pass it. Um, that would kind of like, you know, reset our economy, you know, put it on a gold standard, forgive all debt. You know, it sounds, it sounds pretty nice. Um, but of course, no one would get involved in that. You know, Har- Harvey Barnard spent years talking with uh, Council for National Policy member Steve Forbes, as well as H. Ross Perot, uh, of trying to get it pushed. Um, and interesting enough, Harvey Barnard wrote a book on Nasara uh, titled uh, Draining of the Swamp, uh, which is interesting enough because both hmm. uh, Donald John Trump and QAnon both used that term, draining the swamp, and it was not really used uh, in, in too much in the lexicon. You'd hear it every so often, talking about swamp being Washington, D.C. off and on uh, th- throughout the years, but it wasn't really, you know, became an average, average day term that you would hear around the water cooler until Trump. I'm sure that's um, just a coincidence, John. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm sure that too, too as well, Billy Ray. So... <laughs> Um, so when you look at what, you know, Shaney Godwin was saying and, and what they built around this Nassara, Nassara is totally different than um, Bernard. Bernard was just some guy uh, who may have had connections to the CMP. I can't really find any, but he was a libertarian. I mean, other than him being around with Steve Forbes and H. Ross Pro were both CMP members, but I couldn't find any direct link for him. Um, and you go to his website. Um, it was just him espouting libertarian ideals and libertarian values and and everything. So Shannon Godwin took this Nassara plan and started pushing it that it was being put through Congress um, and everything. But when you that was you know that but when you actually look at what she was talking about in these dove notes that she would give people, it was all the you know uh, Iraqi dinar type scam. The dinar was going to be reevaluated after the first Gulf War. Um, that um, that people who uh, you know would give her money or get ready for, or they would eventually buy an Omega um, or this um, this farm uh, thing that this guy named Roy uh, Schwashinger had. It was like another scam with that too as well. Um, that it was all that this was all going to be passed. That Nasara was going to be passed. Um, and the only people standing against him was George H.W. Bush and how um, once Bill Clinton got in office that he was forced by these by this alliance, this group of generals, hmm. um, you know, that we hear similar today. And some names are similar today that we've heard, like General uh, jo- Joseph Dunford, uh, which is very big in the Q uh, community, um, you know, that he was one of these patriotic um, uh, generals and that they were forcing uh, Bill Clinton to eventually sign this at gunpoint, well, Bill Clinton's clone, should I say, at gunpoint in 2000. Um, and that Janet Reno was originally good and that she was replaced by a clone because, clone because original Janet Reno was uh, f- forcing Nasara to be pushed in the 90s and just stuff that you really hear about and think about when you think of QAnon. It's the same old play, players that, the, that there's this uh, secret government coup of military officials and and uh, and other players 
from intelligence agencies that have had enough of um, how the, the New World Order or how the Illuminati has run the government and that they are going to take it back, uh, that we have to trust the plan. And people who believe in Nasara or um, Jisara today, which is the global version of it, uh, they say that Trump, just like QAnon, is the god emperor, that he is the fulfillment of the pa- these powers that be, that will have our have our interests, best interests at heart, of, of he is the one who is going to uh, save us, and that they he is the one that's going to implement this currency uh, exchange of Iraqi dinar being reevaluated and Zimbabwe dollars being reevaluated. And these people think, even though it's been you know, 20 to almost 30 years now that this reevaluation is going to happen, that this economic reset is going to happen, and that our, our government is going to be saved by the military, um, as you clearly see, that has not happened. So if people are waiting for Trump, uh, this has been going on since the 90s. Uh, <laughs> so you've been waiting for 30 years, and it has not happened. Well, you know, or will it happen? Uh, no, I, I mean, I don't think it will. But wow, interesting as hell that you were able to trace this back to the 90s. And there's a lot of similarities there. A lot of what's going on with QAnon and QAnon research right now, present day, is very circumstantial. You have to stretch to believe that, to believe a lot of the stuff that that's out there. But um, if you can stretch for that, you can definitely stretch for what you just laid out. Jimmy, you got something for this? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know me and I always look at everything um, straight away from a business marketing angle from uh, Edward Bernays. I mean, there's Bernays sauce all over this. Um, Look, this is clearly number one, aside from what he just said, because everything that John just brought to the table was literally mind bending ladies and gentlemen, because everything in the technology age that we see has been done before. It's just been done in a different way. It used to be done. Man, there was a book called The Lazy Man's Ways to Riches. You ever heard of it? No, I never have. Yeah, well, it's a great book. There's a bunch of really easy ways for a lazy man to make some dough in there. And one of them is... um, I'll give you guys one real quick because it ties right into this same mentality. Everybody wants something for nothing, okay? Everybody's got this dream that if you know if you do X, Y, and Z, that uh, you know this is going to happen. Some external savior is going to going to come down and make everything okay. That's not the way it's going to be, ladies and gentlemen. And the longer you sit around waiting for somebody's plan to take take effect, if you didn't have any uh, you know something to do with the plan and you don't know anything about the plan, but you're going to sit around and wait, well, you're just on hold. And I'll tell you what, a lot of super smart researchers uh, have got caught up in this thing. Those brains are off the table for finding real solutions to what's going on on the planet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the uh, uh, lazy man's ways to riches. What you do is you put an ad in, in a local newspaper. This is the way it used to go, but now you can do it online. And you say, make thousands stuffing envelopes weekly. Okay? Um, send... Uh, $10 self-addressed stamped envelope to this address. So everybody wants to make thousands stuffing envelopes weekly. What's 10 bucks? They send the guy 10 bucks. He sends you back a piece of paper that says, put an ad in the paper and say, uh, make thousands stuffing envelopes weekly, send $10 self-addressed stamped envelopes. So he just gives you the same plan that he just ran on you. But he made 10 bucks off you and he made 
thousands of dollars off other people. People want something for nothing. They want a savior outside of themselves. They don't want to, Billy, John, people don't want to take responsibility. They want there to be some savior like Trump. They want there to be, Trump's the white man's Obama. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Obama came in and said hope and change, and everybody thought had hope he was going to make the change that they thought of in their own mind. He never had a concrete plan. Same thing with Trump. Trump's going with the wind, whichever the way the wind blows. Well, he's going to build a wall. What, what happened to that wall? I mean, all of a sudden, it was the wall, the wall, the wall, the wall. Where's the wall? <laughs> I didn't hear. I haven't heard squat about the wall in like two months. What about you? They're huh? still building. They're building currently like a, a, a very tiny, like half section of a mile or a mile or two that they had to stop or something like that. I saw it on George Report. Oh my god! Um, Meanwhile, they're flying people in from New Mexico and and letting them go in San Diego because they're they're so overwhelmed by all the people that are literally pouring in. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying. That seemed to be a big issue that was on the table, and all of a sudden, for some reason, it's completely well, – nobody's even talking about it anymore. That just goes to show how quick they can turn on the psychological programming, the marketing, and turn people on a dime and get people going in whatever direction they want. And they learned a lot of it from Q. Well, but, Jimmy, that's exactly what's going to happen, brother. Mm -hmm. When the Council for National Policy destabilizes Latin America and South America, just like they did during the 80s, it's you're going to get already. people coming yeah, across it's the border. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it, it makes sense that that's exactly what's happening now. Um, and and so, you know, but Trump's not going to do anything about it because, you know, he, he's the one problem, reaction, solution. He's the one causing the problem in the first place. Yeah. Well, hey, um, I mean, I didn't mean to go down the Trump uh, politic road, but since we're here, let me just say this. If you're doing a $3 trillion economic revitalization of the infrastructure of the United States of America, the average construction worker in America is 45 years old. The only way that's getting done is with the help of people from across the border. There, there's not enough workers in the United States to do $3 trillion worth of infrastructure upgrade. Well, so don't worry, we, Jimmy. Trump says he's not going to push it as long as he's being investigated. So, <laughs> Oh, well, I guess you won't have to worry then because Trump's Nixon. Uh, yeah, Trump said Trump said no more. Uh, he will not pass any more legislate, you know, or push any more legislature until the, he's the, done being investigated. Wow, incredible! Listen, let's let's jump back on Q real quick. We we can. I'm sure we have some time to to uh, get at Trump and his policies and all this nonsense, dropping off people in Florida, all that crap that's going on. I definitely want to talk about that. You spoke about Q in the '90s. And uh, you made the connection with Bill Clinton and all of that. What's the jump to today? How did this happen? Did it continue the entire time? Or did they just revitalize this? Um, it continued the entire time. Let me talk about one last thing about the 90s, and then I'll, sure. I'll move Come on. It into today. Absolutely. Um, Billy Ray. No. Um, Jimmy or Billy Ray, have you ever heard of Jay-Z Knight? Yeah, I have. Recently, okay. though. Recently. Yes. Okay, so she, you know, she is a new age guru um, out of Yelm, Washington, um, and uh, she uh, thinks that she can, you know, channel the spirit of Ramtha, thirty-five thousand-year-old warrior spirit who waged war on the mythical city of Atlantis. <laughs> and so, um, Omega, the Omega scam that I mentioned earlier, it was an open secret at Knight's uh, Ramtha School of Enlightenment. And it was kind of, you know, been pushed through. And that's where um, the Dove of Oneness, uh, where uh, Shaney Godwin had learned about, because um, she was going to that school, you know, she was living near Yelm. Um, that's where she had learned about 
the Omega scam and had learned about um, all of her knowledge about them pushing, you know, this kind of like this old version of Q with the Alliance and the, uh, the generals and military stuff and everything like that. So, you know, that's where she learned about the Illuminati and whatever. Well, anyway, the craziest thing about all this now is I was I, I had researched that and I talked about it on my live stream. And then literally the next day, an article came out on the Daily Beast talking about Jay-Z Knight is involved with Q. And I was like, wait, what? Because I just had researched this and put this all together. And that would have been great to book that on my live stream um, because it connects with the 90s, it connects with now. But yeah, <laughs> it blew my mind of how, you know, if you went to her Twitter, you know, she's freaking promoting Q like crazy. Um, uh, she's got JT Wild there. Uh, who um, he, he sings songs about QAnons. He made one song where we go, where we go, when we go all. Um, he was there at, like at her ranch in March um, during this retreat. Um, QAnon promoters in the Matrix and Shady Groove are going to be there in June, um, and uh, you know she's charging a hundred dollars registration fee wow. uh, to, for them to go see them, <laughs> and, uh, and, and 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 so there's a war in the Q community about her. But however, one thing I want to mention is that for Q's trip codes uh, that he that it used, um, they there were different chip codes, and one of the trip codes that was that was on there, I think the largest one by far was a trip code that points to Amazon's "Behold a Pell Horse" by William Cooper, you know the 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 ebook for it, Amazon selling it, which is it's a, a great book by the way. Anybody who's listening, she could pick pick it up. However, one of the biggest ones it actually did, which was 376 times, was Jay-Z Knight's book, Last Waltz of the Tyrants. Um, and so the Q uses trip code that points to this book on Amazon 376 times. Now that's, that's crazy. Now the thing is, is Jordan Sather mentions this in one of his videos and mentions that you know he's going to be near the Ramtha School in a few weeks or be there in Yelm. Uh, with the Ramtha School on July 13th, 2018. And then, you know, like the next week or two, he releases this video, you know, tying Q to, to Jay-Z Knight uh, and, and, and tying Q to Ramtha School of Enlightenment. And so here late, lately when this um, article comes out, you know, Jordan Sather says, you know, on May 21st, 2019, the epitome of fake news. QAnon has not teamed up with Jay-Z Knight. Sure, you can find Knight talking about Q and some reachers going to a ranch on their own accord. But there are zero references to the outfit and Q's actual drops. Zero connect. Well, there are a lot of people in the comments section there, uh, Jordan Sather, uh, one of uh, Corey Good's kids, um, that uh, <laughs> you actually did push this narrative uh, come a year ago. Um, so, yeah, uh, trust the plan. Um, of course, there are some issues with uh, Rantha's school um, that, that, that there were um, allegedly a 15 year old girl uh, was molested by two teachers that were at the school um, and, and they were convicted. Um, their names were Wayne Allen Gies and uh, Ruth Beverly Martin. Um, and uh, Ruth Allen Gies was her dancing and acting teacher and engaged sexual intercourse with her between 1995 and 1997. And Ruth Beverly Martin. Uh, told the girl that sexual intercourse will help her to relax and improve her acting ability. Uh, so, yeah, some very shady things are going down there when Jay-Z Knight is uh, screaming uh, that we have to trust QAnon and trust Trump, and he's rounding up those pedos. I think she should ch uh, check her own uh, school of enlightenment um, because some shady stuff was going on there in the past, and I would not be far for me to think that some shady things are currently going on there now. That's incredible. Go ahead, Gigi. Yeah. Well, first of all, 
enlightenment doesn't mean illumination, number one. Enlightenment means you're taking a burden off yourself. That's enlightenment, according to Buddha anyway. But, um, you know, listen, there's con artists all straight up and down. I mean, everything is a con. I mean, everything is a marketing play. Why do you think they care about Q? I mean, a Q is a profiling operation that's now turned into a marketing uh, bonanza. Um, you got guys making up stuff about ex- limited information coming from some place that no one knows where, quote unquote, no one knows where. But um, somehow uh, people are extrapolating and making up stories about this and that. And then they get upset when their made up story gets challenged by somebody else's made up story about somebody else's made up story. I mean, everything is hearsay and everything is being fed directly as input into the AI structure. I mean, this is a Jade Helm 2 operation. This is a profiling operation to find outside-the-box thinkers and super researchers to profile them and control them just like farm animals being herded around with an electrical prod. Um, from the time you touch that glass in the morning till the time you turn off your lights at night, the information is being fed directly into your skull via whatever device you happen to be looking at. And, um, you know, somebody's in control of that information. You know, it's not just willy nilly. When you type in a search, you don't just get a result. I mean, you get the result tailored specifically to you based on your information. Not that they care about you. They don't care what your political view is. What they care about is, are you making a buying impulse? You're making a buying impulse? Well, guess what? They got the product right around the corner, made just for you, tailored just for you. It's called QAnon. Here it is. Keep spinning around in circles. Uh, Don't don't, um, get bills in front of your local Congress, uh, your state. Don't don't do anything locally to try to make anything happen for yourself. Just trust the plan because that is a, uh, what we call in marketing a seductive character. Because seductive character is created specifically as an archetype for a certain psychological profile to fall in love with. Easy to come up with. Okay. All you got to do is get somebody to be the person that is that character. In this case. You don't even need it. You don't even need a picture because this person's completely anonymous. You don't even have to have a good looking Britney Spears uh, body to wrap around your script work. You know, and uh, the trust the plan thing is the thing that triggered me the most because that's uh, code for sit back and watch this happen. And when since when do we just trust anyone in this community? And uh, we just do right now. So sit back and trust the plan. Um, that's the slogan of this thing, regardless of that. Um, John, from the 90s into the 2000s, right? It went into now 4chan and 8chan. Um, and, and that's where this Q Anon thing really took off, right? And people are, are making money hand over fist. People are getting YouTube views and subscriptions hand over fist. You name it. You named uh, that uh, Sather guy, Jordan Sather. Um, I'm not too familiar with him up until very recently when I started really going in on some of this Q research. And uh, I, I really don't, I haven't seen any evidence to point that 
at something, any hard evidence anywhere. There's a ton of circumstantial evidence that may or may not even be. I, I think circumstantial is, is a high level of description for it. It might, it might not even be that. It's just, it might, it's a stretch, kind of, to make some of these connections. But anyway, is it the same people from, uh, from the, two th- the, the 1990s that carried this over to the 2000s? Is it the same people that have uh, revived this thing in an effort to uh, make more money? Um, well, Shaney Godwin's dead. Um, Jay-Z Knight's still living. Um, my guess is, is whatever my guess is. Okay. So when we look at Q, um, I'll, I'll answer your question, Billy, but let me, let me get Take a time. Do what first. you need to, um, mm-hmm. where there are different theories of QAnon. Like some people believe that QAnon and its disciples are actually working for the Alliance and that Donald Trump is the God emperor and will save us from the new world order. Uh, I believe that's about 0.01% chance of being true. Um, it's a high percentage at this point. Yeah. Um, but no, 0.01%. <laughs> um, the second one is QAnon and his disciples are genuine and for the people. There are bad actors in the group that latch itself to the movement. But overall, they mean well. Trump is part of the New World Order, but the Q movement at large is not co-opted. Uh, three, QAnon and his disciples were genuine and wanted better for the United States. They later sold out and pushed QAnon for profit and no longer genuinely believe that Trump is their guy, yet they pushed a narrative that he is for America. Four, QAnon and its disciples were always in it for profit, and it's a scam, similar to Omega, currency reevaluation, and Nassara Gassara scams. Uh, five, QAnon and its disciples were genuine and wanted better for the United States. They were later co-opted by the World Order because the Trump administration was actually part of the New World Order, and now are forced to push its agenda and propaganda. Uh, or, QAnon and its disciples were from the start a part of a part of the New World Order is ran by government intelligence agencies, accounts for national policy and military operations is a disinformation campaign to pass, pacify the masses. Um, I think it's number six. Um, I think that just like in the 90s that it is today, it is ran by the same actors who just revived it because um, old boss, same as the uh, new boss, same as the old boss. Um, and, uh, you know, you see some of the similar players of people who are pushing it. Um Alex Jones did for a while, uh, CMP Alex Jones, CMP Jerome Corsi, who's been in the Council for National Policy for more than 15 years until they got caught. And I'll talk more about that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really do think that it's just the same government players that are running the same game again because people forget and their minds are like goldfish. And they're going to get away with it. This time, to some degree, I don't know for how long, uh, because for one, they have the AI, like Jimmy had mentioned earlier. Two, people want a savior now after Obama. Uh, I myself voted for Trump. I myself uh, was not ever a QAnon believer. I was always on the fence. Um, but nonetheless, I still voted, believed in Trump. Um, and a lot of the Council for National Policy had convinced me that Trump was our guy. Um, so... That's the thing about Q is, is, is it one person? Is it a multiple people? Is it a hierarchy? I think it's a hierarchy. I think you have uh, the government uh, and the Council for National Policy running it at the top, whether it's the Flynn family, you know, uh, Michael, Michael G. Flynn, uh, former national security advisor, his brother and sister uh, being a big part of it, whether it's Jared Kushner um, being a big part of it. Um, I believe that it might definitely be true in pe- uh, people within the Council for National Policy. Um, and then from top down to that, 
you'll have um, the military uh, officials um, and, and whoever who, military agencies, whoever is running it, um, whether it is um, some people could say it's the NSA uh, because QAnon seems to have an affinity with people within the NSA and tends to hate the CIA. So there could be some intergovernmental wars going on, or it could be uh, uh, United States Special Operations Command uh, and McDill Air Force Base, you know, the tip of the spear. You know, Alex Jones always says the tip of the spear. Yeah. You go look up the symbol for uh, USOCOM, it is uh, a spear. And a lot of uh, these uh, these actors um, for, for Project Mockingbird on the CMP side uh, have an affiliation with uh, USOCOM, whether it's Alex Jones, whether it's Joe Rogan. Um, they all have an affinity uh, for this um, organization, so they could be running the operation of this. That is Q. And then from there, you have the people who push Q or the people who may post of Q, the actual actors, uh, whether it is Jordan Sather, whether it's Praying Medic, um, whether it's – I mean, you, you can name as many people as you want, whether it's um, – the Edge of Wonder guys, uh, Rob Counts and Benjamin Chastain, which uh, Edge of Wonder is run by the Epoch Times, which is owned by Falun Gong. Is it uh, really? Huh? Yes. As wow. much as I uh, disagree with C.W. Chanter and a lot of things, um, he does do excellent work uh, from time to time. And I want to give him credit for uh, uh, putting me on to this. Um, and so, yeah, and you have, you know, it's so it's like a hierarchy. Like you have even the people, I guess, above that group that I just mentioned, you know, I think Jordan Sather. Tracy Beans, uh, Sean from SGT Report, uh, the the people that ran uh, Coleman Robert, Rogers pamphlet and on Patriot Soapbox. I think they're on the lower level, actually. I do think there is a Mockingbird element above them, which would be your Alex Jones, your Sean Hannity, um, your David Wilcox, uh, your Benjamin Fulford, uh, your Phil McConnell, uh, your John B. Wells. Um, I think that Robert David Steele, uh, Russia Today, uh, Roseanne Barr, um, maybe Thomas Schoenberger, who was also behind Cicada 3301. Um, these people, and maybe even uh, William LeBron, which is Lionel from Lionel Media. These people are probably above them. And then you have the military intelligence and the United States intelligence organizations. And then you have the Council for National Policy and the true players of the Trump administration that, that are completely running it. And it works like that from the top down. Now, I may have the order wrong. I may have some people wrong in, in where they are in this uh, group. Uh, but I think it is run like a pyramid hierarchy. See, I, I think uh, the the Jordan Safer guy, I mean, he's being manipulated. And I think he's buying into this. And they're just um, pushing it. And I think he sincerely, I, I don't know the guy. But I think he sincerely believes what he's saying. I don't think it's... it's I'm uh, not 100% sure about hmm. that, Billy Ray. I think he's kind of doubting Trump now because of Trump being on board with 5G and how he tried to do well, the his... thing is, right? I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but, okay. but the, the thing is there, right? Like, uh, how could you not? At this point, this is when I start questioning people. How could you not doubt Trump? In my, in my, in my view, there's no room for even doubt. It's done. Lock, stock, and barrel for me. Trump is not that guy. He is not. But... You know, for people that were so invested into this and they and then they see what's unfolding before their eyes right now, 
they, they should at least have some doubt. But, you know, the thing is, is you do have, you know, it's like a hierarchy, like I said, and it's very compartmentalized. You know, all these groups are, the CMP or the CFR. You know, just because someone's been to a CMP meeting, like the activist mommy, doesn't mean that she's part of the nefarious Council for National Policy's overall agenda of fascism, you know. Um, so it's the same with the CFR. You're going to have people who are lower who don't know anything about what's happening in the upper. I mean, that's how compartmentalization works. And exactly. all of these agencies use compartmentalization um so you know that's definitely how this game is run and let me get jimmy um, in here before you yes. move forward before yes. before you keep going jimmy what's up you had something to say come on so listen <laughs> um first of all you brought up how there was a pointing or a um a, an urging to this bill cooper material mm-hmm. so bill cooper was the original guy out there in the wilderness broadcasting over shortwave uh, to a radio near you, uh, bringing out the uncovering of the dirty truth about whatever it was. And I love Bill Cooper. Me too. I've listened to, I've gone back to his, uh, his old MP3s and listened to all the shows over again because what what struck me was, and somebody you'd brought up before was was Josh Reeves, and um, through this period of time when there was a Josh Reeves and there was different people around that aren't necessarily uh, in the public eye anymore they were really on the forefront of some of the broadcasting that was going on. And so they had brought some facts together about, about Bill Cooper, which is, which is what put me on to Bill Cooper. And what struck me immediately when I was listening to Bill Cooper, and this is why I'm bringing this up because this is whole thing is an operation from mm-hmm. day one, mm-hmm. from day one. Listen, I go back 20 years listening to the broadcast and what are they doing? They're, they're selling gold. Mm-hmm. They're selling storable foods. Mm-hmm. They're selling this. They're selling that. They're whipping it up. They're selling tapes over the thing. They're going around to these conventions because there was no internet. They were selling their tapes for twenty nine ninety five or whatever. And they were sitting at these book tables. And that's how this information originally got out there. But I want to point this out now. Take a look at what we brought up Alex Jones. So let's talk about him for a minute. Just let's let's write a script right now on the infinite fringe. Okay, here, I'm going to write it for everybody right now off the top of my head. Here it comes. Just based on truthful information that I know to be true, that I've seen and I've researched. Bill Cooper, the outlaw of of, uh, information, the guy that was really breaking it off. He only had one leg, ladies and gentlemen, one leg. And he ran to his house and they gunned him down right in front of his house, in front of his children. Okay, here comes Alex Jones, who steps right into that to that um, space that was left. Uh Okay, now, what was Alex Jones claim to fame? What was his biggest thing that he did that brought him to the public eye? Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, right? That gave him his street cred. Okay. He had Bill Cooper on his show. Bill Cooper even said he was going to die in a hail of bullets on his front porch. Did you know that? Yeah. And Bill Cooper also said that uh, Alex Jones was a fraud. That's right. That is 100% correct. And so then, um, so now he's out of the way. 
and now here comes Alex Jones, and his whole operation is built, um, you know, from the ground up. I'm not saying he didn't do what he did. He did what he did, and he's he's in a, he's what we call, like I said earlier, a seductive character. Uh-huh. Okay. And he seduced people into what he's got going on over there to the point where you can't get that anyplace else. In other words, <clears throat> when he talks about the mainstream, he's he's pointing you at the mainstream, but saying that he is somehow the purveyor of the of the alternative news that you won't find anyplace else. Yes. So you literally gatekeeper. Exactly. Exactamundo. And so everybody's on the Alex Jones tip or whatever. And then you have this inner circle of these people that legitimize each other by their position or former position, such as Jerome Corsi. So until you have uh, some high up political advisor from the Reagan administration on your little Internet show, until you have <laughs> this Jerome Corsi on there, you, who are you? You're just some. Yeah, until some, you. Until you have a memory of this member of the CMP, you know, like Paul Craig Roberts, or yeah, or 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 or, or, or Joel Skousen. Right, uh, and so, but he, but see, see how the beauty of this uh, technocracy is this, is that the way this works is they each legitimize each other. In other words, you take a boring Jerome Corsi that has nothing to offer anybody anymore. He just happens to be somebody that can be trusted through the ranks. You throw him on Alex Jones. Alex Jones hypes it up. He's got this, you know, stranglehold playing coming in, you know, balls to the wall. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, Jerome Corsi. And all of a sudden now he's relevant again. You got people over there listening to what Jerome Corsi has. Man, who cares what Jerome Corsi has to say? Look, you know how we busted Jerome Corsi? He's, he, remember, when the, remember when the plane crashed? And the Russians were on there, and it was some Russian corporation thing or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, the guy was drinking coffee out of Starbucks that, that was supposedly the guy that, that went down on the plane. The same day, he was skiing and drinking coffee, and uh, Kev Baker uh, found that. Uh, and, and so Jerome Corsi... He, he was sitting there telling everybody that this plane went down and these people were dead and all this. And there was the guy sitting there drinking coffee. So these people are all in bed together. They legitimize each other. And whether or not uh, what's-her-face uh, that uh, night is, is directly involved, it doesn't make any difference. It's all a big circus tent. Yep. See? Right. So, uh, you know, there's somebody in the middle who's the who's the master of ceremonies like Billy Ray Valentine on the Infinite Friends who's the master of ceremonies around here. Um, And there's a giant tent and there's a freak show over there. And uh, guess what, though, when the tent will roll up eventually, uh, the tent will roll up and go to the next town and they will count the money and they will be laughing because, uh, like they say, there's a sucker born every minute, isn't there, Billy? Oh, my God, man. Let me tell you, brother. And uh Jay-Z Knight, right? Um, while I don't think she's involved, I just think she knows a good scam when she sees one and jumped right in to make some dough. Quite frankly, I think she just saw it and uh, her own profile was probably, you know, not as high as it was before. And look at that. We, we're talking about her now because she's involved with QAnon and she's making money hand over fist. And, um, she, and she looks pretty good for her age. She and, does. She doesn't look bad, and, actually. And yeah, you're right. I will say, Billy Ray, too, I do think Jay-Z Knight with her school 
of enlightenment. I do actually, even though I think she is a grifter and she will make money, uh, I do think it's a little bit more nefarious with her. Um, uh, it's you know, especially with the previous allegations, as well as uh, Mark Vicente, who was a former top official in uh, Nexium cult with uh, Keith Rainier. Uh, he was originally in her school of enlightenment as well. Hmm. Interesting. So as much as she is railing against this. Um, that's very coincidental. Yeah, she has um, is what you're saying. And one thing I want to say to Jimmy, too, is, is as much as I love Bill Cooper, and I think that most people, if they started becoming a conspiracy theorist and they studied Bill Cooper over Alex Jones, most people would come very, you know, very far along. However, I still want to make note of two things. Uh, one, uh, Bill Cooper uh, was a Navy intelligence um, and I do believe that at one time Bill Cooper was a bad actor, even though he was still a patriot and still loved this country. And somewhere down the line, he changed. I don't know if he got sick of it. I don't know if he got pissed. I don't know what he was, what, what happened. But somewhere down the line, Bill Cooper got turned against them. Uh, if they ever had a strong hold on him to begin with, and that's why they killed him because he caught out 9-11 before it happened. He started saying that aliens were fake, and they killed him because he turned he turned on them. There's a, a lot of things in uh, – I love Behold the Pill Horse. I have it here. It's like my third copy because I keep giving the book away, and I have to buy it again. But um, there's plenty of things in that book uh, that aren't accurate. You know, so uh, – you know, if you're going to buy it for the first time and look, I mean, there's a lot of things that are pretty accurate, but there's plenty of things that aren't. Uh, at, I think it's admitted at this point by, I mean, this, a lot of things could be debunked in there. Still a good a good read. I, I hold it very close to my heart. Go ahead, JG. Yeah, the thing that makes a good con, you know, what what is a con man? Why do they call it con? Confidence. Confidence, man. That's what con man means. And so... The first rule, if you're going to run a, a, a scam on somebody, the first rule is you want to build confidence. Okay? So once somebody builds your confidence at the point like, let's just say, uh, 95% of everything they say to you, when you go over there on Wikipedia, the Google search, uh, and you research it, mm -hmm. um, you'll come up with this, what they said was true. So all of a sudden, after a few minutes, you start letting down your guard and start believing whatever somebody's going to tell you as though it's 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 the gospel. And I mean, so that's kind of how it runs. And once once they got your confidence, then anything goes at that point. I mean, you're you're going to be led around like a I mean, a, a good car salesman can have you crawling around in the trunk of your car. Uh, looking upside down at the back plate of the trunk scheme while he's driving down the street. That's how easily manipulated people are. And that was before technology. All right, so let's let's get back into Q. Not that this all doesn't relate because it does. But, um, uh, John, I do want to talk about some of the evidence, quote-unquote, for a QAnon. Like, uh, people aren't completely nuts here, right? So... There's something that hints at something, and people think it's it's uh, it's related to Trump and it's the deep state and all that. And there might be some elements of that, according to your research, John. Um, but we have, you know, uh, Donald Trump doing the Q sign at rallies, mm -hmm. right? We have mm -hmm. the the plus 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 sign uh, for um, 
I've, I got some real heavy feedback from something. I mean, not feedback, some background noise is what I mean. I don't know who that belongs to. Um, I, what is it? The plus, plus, plus sign that uh, Trump had um, in uh, one of his tweets or whatever. Then uh, he, he tweeted out some letters in caps. And when you do the numerology, it's the 17 and 17 is the uh, Q is the 17th letter or, or whatever of, of the alphabet. And then we have um, him with military personnel, Trump with military personnel, nine people on one side, 11 per people on the other side giving, you know, like uh, hints about oh, 9-11, we know what's going on, stuff like that. This is what people gravitate towards and this is what they hold on to as evidence that Donald Trump is in bed with QAnon and QAnon is legit and the whole deal. Give me something on that, John. What do you got? Yeah, Billy Ray. Uh, first of all, about Trump and 9-11. Uh, Trump uh, pretty much pushes the standard narrative for 9-11 about the Saudi Arabian hijackers yeah. uh, that Alex Jones now also pushes when David Horowitz, Council for National Policy member, uh, convinced him that the government had nothing to do with 9-11. It's incredible. Uh, as well as that Israel had nothing to do with 9-11. It's disgusting. It's disgusting, really. It really is, especially if you go back and listen to old school Alex and all the evidence that he knows is out there. And uh, he just fell back, just like, listen, man, I don't know what the hell happened to him or if he was compromised from the beginning. But anyway, let me not get off on that tangent. Go ahead, continue. No, I 100% agree with you. So, yeah, they're, still, they're pushing, you know, that no one had anything to do with 9-11 but the Saudi Arabian hijackers. You know, Bush didn't. Uh, uh, Cheney didn't. The military industrial complex didn't. The British government didn't. Any of the intelligence agencies didn't. The Mossad didn't. Israel didn't. None of none of them. None no, of them. None, none of them. It's no. just it's just it's sick. Okay. Um. So as far as Trump, uh, it, one thing, if you guys ever want to, uh, anybody out there listening, uh, want to get a good idea of Trump's involvement with uh, uh 9/11, I I recommend uh, listening to uh, the Antidote series uh, from 9/11 to 11/9. Uh, Trump's connections to 9-11 and how that eventually got him elected on 11-9. A-N-T-E-D-O-T-E channel on YouTube um, with uh, Jeremy Rothkuschow and Greg McCarran. They do excellent work. Um, But yeah, I, I... there, you know, anybody who's a QAnon follower, anybody who thinks Donald Trump is going after those who committed 9-11, uh, that's completely not a horse crap. Um, <laughs> now, is there, now, is there truth to um, Q posts being, um, uh, you know, having, you know, Q tweeting something around the same, you know, Q posting something saying that Trump's going to post something shortly and getting the post right, the plus plus and, and, and pictures and everything. Yeah, there are, you know, there are some coincidences about that. Now, I don't say that Trump is, uh, I don't say that Q is wrong uh, or that Q, Q is complete disinfo or anything like that. Like, I think it's the government authorization run by this stuff. So it's just to legitimize this up. You know, it's his team you know, just legitimizing his op, see what goes, we'll see what doesn't go, see what pushes, see what doesn't push. And so, you know, do I think that there are some interesting consistencies between QAnon and Trump and his Twitter and, and everything and rallies and stuff? And, you know, will Trump acknowledge Q? Will Trump acknowledge Q? Is Sean Hannity's acknowledge Q? Sarah Carter? Uh, all that. Uh, uh, yeah, I do think they're in on it, and they're in on it not, you know, not because trust the plan, Trump's going to drain the swamp. None of that, Billy Ray or JG. None of that. It's because they are running the SOP. Hmm. Hmm. And that's as simply put, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many times has Q called for things? Even early when Q first showed up, that he would Harry Ronald Quinn was going to be arrested between 74, 7, 7.45 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 30th, 2017. Oh, that didn't happen. 
Uh, and, and in my opinion, that did not happen. Uh, that John McCain uh, did not die, but instead was at a military tribunal at Guantanamo Bay, uh, similar with George H.W. Bush. Um, they said that Hillary this. Clinton was under house arrest because yeah. of because of the post, deep state tribunal. His first post was about right. her being extradited and that Huma was going to be indicted the next week and Podesta was going to be, and none of that ever happened. There's been so many things that Hugh has claimed that's never happened. And you can't, no one can really take any information that Hugh gives out seriously uh, because of that. And does that now, does that just prove that Hugh is uh, uh, not controlled by the, you know, the powers that be? No, Hugh is controlled by the powers that be because there's many, many synchronicities. Um, but it's just to go that it's the same thing that was done in the 90s. Any day now, the, when you join these Gasara Nasara currency reset groups, any day now the 800 numbers are going to be released. Any day now they're going to get their money. This has been happening since the 90s. Any day now the alliance is going to come swoop in and save us. We're going to have military tribunals and, and martial law, and it's going to be a good thing, not a bad thing. I mean, Alex Jones has been saying that for almost two years now, that he was wrong about Rex 84 that he's wrong about little old Oliver North, that they weren't going to round up Americans because the Council for National Policy and the Reagan administration were going to descend, they were going to destabilize Nicaragua and we were going to get flooded with illegal immigrants in Guatemala and all Central America. No, it wasn't because of that. It was because um, uh, it, that even though Alex Jones is saying that's what was going to happen, those camps were for the illegal immigrants to send them back to Central America. Uh, no, it was because American dissidents were going to be put in those camps if those wars happened. Uh, and, and they did not. So that's why Rex 84 and FEMA camps were not initiated at that time. So Alex Jones now saying that literally the Rex 84 FEMA camps is liberal George Soros propaganda. And it makes me outraged, Billy Ray and JG, that Alex Jones is pushing that Council for National Policy line, John Burr Society line, and anybody follows that, that Rex 84 was good, trust Ollie North in the plan, and Ollie North didn't do nothing. Man, let me tell you. Um, let me just say, you are hard pipe hitting brother from the street. All right, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Hey, I'm gonna start <laughs> put my bulletproof vest back on after this show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, but you know, hey, listen, yeah. listen. Let me just point something out real quick, okay? Because I'm gonna bring it back around. Like I say, I bring it back around the marketing angle. So here's the marketing angle. This is what's known as a balloon floating operation, okay? But what's important about it is not only are they floating balloons, what that means is from a political standpoint, what they do is they start sending a message out and they have a few people over here saying it and a few people over there saying it. And they start to build a consensus about something to find out, to take the public's temperature about a particular issue. Uh-huh. Right. So that's called a balloon floating operation. So now you couple that. Now, MIT came up with an app for your phone. And, and for uh, returning veterans so they could determine the mental state of a, ve- a returning veteran at any given moment based on their activity on their phone. The reason I'm pointing this out is now from a balloon floating operation, uh, I can float a balloon on Q through Q uh, through the Patriot community. Uh, build a consensus, take the temperature and find out where they are on an issue, then I can turn around and have my mouthpiece scripted out uh, some of these bullet points, like say a tr- like say maybe a, a reality TV star that ends up being president, have him start talking about some of these things, these hot button issues that the Patriot community finds interesting. 
and have there be some sort of correlation, thereby, like I say, um, cross-legitimizing each other and just capitalizing on the popularity of the information uh, coming forth from the Q operation. So I think this is a super powerful conversation we're having tonight. John, man, you are a hard pipe-hitting brother from the street for sure. And I am going to put on my bulletproof vest, man. Billy, thanks a lot for having me here too, man. I really appreciate uh, being part of the conversation. Well, thanks for adding thanks, everything man. that you add. I know you've been doing this for about a year, so I wanted to get you in here and make sure I got some of your your input on this, right? But um, uh, I, I do want to go back to more of this uh, circumstantial evidence uh, on, on Trump and, uh, and uh, QAnon that legitimizes QAnon. Is there anything else that we should know that's... that's uh, that's big, glaring. What what is this picture that got taken uh, inside Air Force One? What, what what happened with that? Do you know anything about that, John? I heard it was proved to be false by all the evidence that I had looked into. Okay, all right. Um, that it was not a picture taken, you know, uh, from inside Air Force One, and 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 was not any proof of anything. I think that's one of the the the, the lamest QAnon proofs, uh, quote unquote. Is yeah. is that from what I've seen? Um, I mean, Jimmy, have you seen anything on it? I mean, pretty much that's all I've seen, you know, Billy Ray, is, is that anybody who's actually looked into the actual forensic evidence of that, it just seems not to be you know, adequately taken by anybody in the Trump administration or some new photo or anything that really proves Q or anything. So all it's these sealed advice, the sealed uh, indictments that they say, you know, they're going to... 100,000 sealed indictments now? Yeah. <laughs> Well, my, my uncle's a lawyer, and I had him try to look into that, and he said he couldn't find anything. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say, you know, again, it, you know, Trump's not rounding up those pedos. Um, any pedo bust that you've seen uh, has pretty much um, uh, just been them re- re- arresting Johns uh, and arresting uh, uh, prostitutes that are above age. It's not really uh, – it, it, trust me, any sex trafficker that's put in prison – you know, I am very grateful, but it's not at the uh, amount that the QAnon people want you to believe. It's, it's relatively about the same. Uh, even uh, Matthew Whitaker had came out at, at, in front of Congress and had, had mentioned that there, there was a slight increase of arresting uh, of child trafficking, uh, but I think it was uh, less than five percent a difference uh, between that and the Trump administration, and the Obama administration. Um, so they're not rounding up those pedos. Uh, Lord, I wish they were, uh, but they're not. Why don't you, um, so why don't you give me a little bit, uh, since, since we're on the pedo um, a subject, why, why don't you give me a little bit of Acosta, who is r- right now in Trump's cabinet and his links to Jeffrey Epstein? Well, I mean, we all know that Acosta uh, was lawyer. Um, was Well, first, he's now part of the, he's a labor secretary. Yeah. Alexander Acosta is. Um, and he, um, he, uh, he went to the law firm uh, Kirkland and Ellis, um, which of course Kavanaugh was a part of that law firm too, uh, and so was Kenneth Starr, CMP member who uh, you know went against uh, Bill Bill Clinton with Monica Lewinsky, um, and uh, so Alexander Acosta, you know later Kirkland and Ellis was the law firm that represented Jeffrey Epstein, so I would think that's a conflict of interest that he worked for them and then you know later became. Uh, the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of California, um, but still, I guess, nonetheless, that wasn't. Um, and he gave uh, Jeffrey Epstein the sweetheart deal. Yeah, he you know, was the Jeffrey prosecutor, Epstein, right? Uh, Acosta yes, was, was the prosecutor. prosecutor mm-hmm. uh, who may have uh, practiced uh, misconduct uh, because he did not alert, uh, alert 
um, the uh, victims of Jeffrey Epstein about this sweetheart deal that they that was going to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know there there's a lot of looking into whether or not you know Acosta uh, had messed up there, and I don't know if he'll be called out by it or not. Um, but yeah, you know, so he kind of gave Jeffrey Epstein this, a this, pass. this deal. A slap on the wrist. He gave him a slap Pretty, on yeah, the wrist. I mean, he, very, he very rarely saw any prison time. He was able to work and live from home in his Palm Beach mansion. Um, I mean, it was ridiculous. I don't even, I don't think he served anything for his crimes, no. in my opinion. And, um, and he gets rewarded with a, with a position in Trump's cabinet. And then these people have the gall to say that Trump is fighting the pedophiles. Come on. I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, Trump's own connections to Epstein. Um, I definitely recommend people look, you know, look into them uh, that, you know, uh, Trump's numbers and addresses, multiple addresses and his family members, his brother, his sister, uh, his kids. uh, They're all listed in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Uh, Clinton's information is not. Uh, Yes, Bill Clinton did fly on the Lolita Express uh, 20 something times. Uh, and Hillary Clinton, <laughs> uh, at least a l- less than 10. Incredible. Uh, but, you know, Donald Trump at least flew one, according to Jeffrey Epstein's brother. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, Trump had his own private jet. He didn't necessarily have to fly on Epstein's Lolita Express. And a lot of the uh, uh, trafficking and violations happened in uh, other than out of the Epstein Express or Little St. James. You know, it happened at Palm Beach. Uh, a lot of uh, 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 girls, uh, including uh, one uh, Virginia Griffey, uh, were um, taken from Mar-a-Lago by allegedly by Jeffrey Epstein and Jose Maxwell, daughter of Robert Maxwell, um, and, uh, uh, and and that's where uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, poached a lot of his girls that were he sex trafficked allegedly was from Mar-a-Lago. So you can't tell me that Trump had no idea that was going on, um, and also a lot of the uh, trafficking and allegations between Epstein. Uh, actually happened in um, his house in New York uh, City, as well as in Atlantic City, where Trump had a casino. Uh, so we don't know exactly what happened there, but we do know that Virginia Griffey said that she went to Atlantic City. Um, and, you know, so it's just very interesting. You know, Trump knew Jeffrey Epstein for you know 20, 30 plus years. Called him a hell of a guy. Uh, said that he had a a, 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 a taste in younger women. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Trump flew on. Oh my uh, God. Uh, Epstein flew on Trump's plane once with a girl that was made to look underage. Um, I mean, it, it's all there. You can definitely look into it. And I myself had once argued that there was nothing there. Uh, you know, if this was three years ago and you would have asked me, I said, oh, there's no connection between Trump and Epstein. Trump hates Epstein. Uh, no, that's not true. Um, and Ed Opperman's done excellent work on that. Uh, Derek Bros from the Conscious Resistance has done ex- excellent work on that. I definitely would go see that, uh, look into their work about Epstein. Um, but yeah, I mean... Trump is not rounding up these pedos. Uh, I mean, I mean, look at um, his current um, attorney general, William Barr, which I did an excellent episode on Ed Opperman about. Uh, he uh, worked for Kirkland and Ellis um, uh, um, twice. He actually, that's where he came from before he was given the job of attorney general is, is he was working for Kirkland and Ellis. The attorney general was working for the... Um, law office that represented Jeffrey Epstein. That Alexander Acosta once worked for, that Alex Azar, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, once worked for, CNP Ken Starr, uh, Brett Kavanaugh worked for Kirkland and Ellis. Uh, I mean, John Bolton worked for Kirkland and Ellis. <laughs> I, I mean, Lord. come on, people, wake uh, up. They're all connected, for the love of God. Jesus. Um, now, Billy Ray, one thing I do want to get to, um, and, and we can get to it later if there's something else no, you want to ask. Get to about. it right now. Go right ahead. 
is because I don't want to run out of time. Is 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 R, um, uh, who uh, is believed to be uh, uh, JFK Jr. <laughs> All right, man. So definitely get into it, right? But uh, I mean, I laugh because it's funny, and it legit is funny. Okay, it could be sad, but it's very very funny. So listen. I will be a monkey's uncle, okay? If uh, JFK Jr. pops up out of nowhere and says, uh, I am uh, Donald Trump's, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it? I'm in cahoots with Donald and QAnon is real and that's me and I'm R and the whole deal. I'm just saying, okay? I, I-, I will come out here and-, and tell you guys how wrong I was and, and beg for forgiveness just saying. Go go ahead. Take me, it me away. Me too. I will too. And one thing I want to mention on my own YouTube channel, we read the documents. Um, I covered Alan Dershowitz and his connections to Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein as well, as well as, um, as well as Tua Headley Chapman and all. We talked about Kennedy. Everybody in the truth community lobs Kennedy to be against the deep state when that could be no farther from the truth. Um, and we'll ex- I'll explain a little bit of why that is later. Um, so R showed up on um, June the 24th, 2018, on a Sunday, and posted on HN. In 1909, we lost everything. My father caught on, first to the Bilderbergs, then he caught on to NASA. He demanded to know where the Greys were and why they were here. They <laughs> killed him. I strategically staged my own help, uh, my own death, allied with the one person in the world whom I knew was honorable enough to trust, and we began to build the plan. Fuck out of here. Penance is coming. Regardless of what you think, you are not yet awake. You do not know how deep this goes. If you knew, you could not sleep. Many of you could never go on. You need each other. You need every one of you. Learn to play nice with each other or be left behind. Hmm. Left behind? Interesting phrase. Um, The Left Behind series, written by one Tim LaHaye, founder of the Council for National Policy. But I go on. If one stumbles, pick them up. If one asks a question, give them the answer. This is how we grow. There is no more room in the plan for arrogance and self-importance. If you if you turn one away, you hurt the plan. If you hurt the plan, you'll be left behind. Huh, that again. We are watching. We see it all. There are no secrets. You would never believe the files kept on everyone of you. For the matter, you'll never believe where they are kept. Prepare for the next phase. Prepare each other. You're one. And where we go one, we go all. R. So Q comes up, and he's like, he never denies. He never denies um, but he does occasionally talk about JFK Jr., uh, you know, um, that had a relationship with Trump. Well, there was a guy that everybody was like, oh, my God, this guy looks exactly like JFK Jr. He was at a Trump rally. Oh, my God, it's, it's, it's him. If you do the facial recognition software, it's JFK Jr. Well, it turns out, no, nah, actually, it was a guy named Ray Parrish who was a progressive Green Party member. Uh, types, oh, not remember, but he was a scammer of the Progressive Green Party that likes to do like these scam jobs and everything. So on that same day that it was released that this was all been a scam, that R isn't real, that JFK Jr. isn't real, that same day, finally Q is asked a question if JFK Jr. is alive, and he says no. On that day, it comes out. So he, so for a year or so, uh, less than a year, so about 10 months or so, he played with the idea that R was real, that JFK Jr. was alive, but the day that it gets caught that it's all bullcrap, um, that Q comes out and says that, you know, he's not alive. And so with Isaac Cappy, uh, who was recently either murdered 
Probably. suicide, whatever you want he, to believe. Uh, he forced himself off a bridge. Uh, John. Yes, he did. No matter what happened to Isaac Cappy, no matter what you feel about him, I have my own reservations about Cappy. May he find peace. Okay? Absolutely. All, God I do bless want him. to say that. God bless him. Um, nonetheless, he was pushing this return of the king. Uh, his suicide note on, note on quotation marks on Instagram was posted on July 4th, uh, 2019. And it was this return of the king ritual with JFK Jr. that he was going to return and save us all. Um, interesting. I'll take note of that. Um, but a few things on Kennedy that I want to make note that people are unaware of uh, was that John F. Kennedy was part of America First, uh, which was a fascist organization in the uh, 1930s, uh, which Charles Lindbergh was a part of um, as well. Uh, and William H. Regnery, who who later his sons founded Regnery Publishing with the CMP, and one of and, and, and William H. Regnery II um, uh, founded um, the National Policy Institute with um, oh Richard Spencer. Um, hmm. They uh, JFK and the Kennedy family, uh, Kennedy Papa Kennedy, Joe Kennedy, uh, were part of America First. So was Gerald R. Ford. Um, and so JFK also had a big involvement with um, Operation Phoenix. Um, he did not want to scatter the CIA to a thousand winds. Um, he strengthened the CIA. He moved it to Langley. Uh, him and Alan Dulles were great friends. Even when Alan, when he gave Alan Dulles his speech, when Alan Dulles left the CIA, uh, the, he still spoke of him in good light, uh, that they were buddies. Alan Dulles would later be put at RFK, uh, on the Warren Commission to investigate J JFK's death. Hmm. Um, and JFK also was not going to return us to a gold standard. Um, I read that um, article that he had signed, and it was to uh, take what little control that the president had over the money, which was that at least 2%, like the Federal Reserve had 98% control over the money. I actually believe in Michael Joseph's uh, killing of the king ritual that, you know, Kennedy was part of the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati. Um, and that he was killed to usher in the New World Order. So you uh, think, so uh, to my you think that um, RFK... Sorry, sorry. He was definitely Sorry, a globalist, too. I mean, there's a speech that he gave that you can find in the National Archives about gun control. And, I mean, he was somebody that was... He was, he was on board with handing over the guns. Um, a lot of people don't, you know, want to take a look at any of that stuff. But, you know, all these people, all these players, these characters, these public figures that we've all been accustomed to, that we've seen over the years, even back before uh, we even realized we couldn't trust these people. There's heroes. Martin Luther King is a big hero for people. Uh -huh. um, there's a lot of people that were big heroes to people, but when you start really looking at it and you see that this pyramidal structure that we talk about so often um, just because there's a council on foreign relations, you know what the head of these place, these, these meetings that take place, they don't care about 99% of the members of the council on foreign relations. The only person they talk to is the guy who's the boss. Yeah. The bosses get together. They're the bosses of everything. They sit on top of these pyramids and even they're, on that scale, there's another boss. So who's the boss? Nobody knows. They're all players in a script. Yep. If they're on TV, 
Look, Malcolm X says it right in in a talk that he gives called The House Negro and the Field Negro. And at the end of that, he pulls the covers on Martin Luther King. Yes. That is just, I'm John, you know what I'm talking about, Billy. Um, American people have been made and taken advantage of for too long by too many of these players. And um, none of the presidents were ever for us, JG. None of them. And none of them ever will be. And I think you agree with me on that even when it comes to Kennedy. I do. I do agree with you because, like we're saying, listen, there's a point in time when the American – when, you know, back before the 50s, we still had a chance. But once the media was was weaponized against us in such a way that we are unaware for all these years what has actually been going on, and now it's to the point where we are human beings 2.0 – the software layer has been installed via social media and via um, our, our internal uh, biological functions that happen and the delivery of certain chemicals that cause us to seek out and look for pleasure in, in being uh, accepted by our fellow human beings on these social media networks. So this Q thing and taking the temperature of the population, you they basically have segmented off portion of the population to sit around and wait for a savior they think is Trump and the whole left right paradigm scheme has now come back full circle where we've all a lot of people wanted to believe because people just want things to be better people that follow Q they don't they're not there's nothing wrong with them they didn't do anything wrong to get sucked into it I've been around this information John a long time Billy Look, I've gotten sucked into so many of these operations. And, it, and everybody end, has. It never happens. <laughs> it never happens in the end. And you know what? In the meantime, guess what? They sold a lot of gold. They sold a lot of vitamins. They sold a lot of storable food. A lot of dick pills. Exactamundo. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is like whatever your seduction is, there's a story out there for you. And if you have searched for it at any time on the internet, it's going to be served up to you, not because they care what you think, but because they want to find out what somebody like you does and how to emotionally trigger you into a buying impulse for some seductive character or some product. That's what Cambridge Analytica was, was it not? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, it was. And, and, they, you, know, and you mentioned uh, Drain the Swamp and where it came from. Cambridge was up on that, too. You know, uh, and the deep state term, you know, that's another thing. You know, they, they say it came from Turkey, but, uh, you know, it, that wasn't something that was around. We weren't talking about the deep state. And, and you know what? Now that I think about it, there was there was almost a prepping of the population with this because deep state started to to uh, infiltrate the mainstream media either right when Trump was gaining momentum or at least right before it. That's when that that phrase began to be used commonly, you know, throughout. Mm -hmm. Billy, let me jump in. This is important. It also made it it made in people's mind that there was this this force or this this operation going on beyond the government that answered to no one that everybody was okay with that all of a sudden. People just talk about, oh, yeah, the deep state this, the deep state that, the deep state the deep state. Well, you know what? The deep state in a communist country, 
what deep state? Who elected the deep state? Why is there a deep state? If there's a deep state, shouldn't the deep state be rooted? Be the thing be rooted out? I mean, why is that okay? Why you got people on the news saying the deep state? But the thing is, you know, and what gets me about it is that um, for such a long time, people were laughed at for saying the New World Order or the Illuminati or the shadow government, right? The deep state is an equivalent of those things. While they may have some variants, you know, in different definitions with different sectors of the population, the deep state is that in essence is it's admitting that there's something more than the government you see in front of you you know so it's an admission by the mainstream that that's what's happening and the fact that fox news cnn russia today msnbc the fact that they use that term loosely it's a household word word now it's a it's it's said in the water cooler at work the deep state everybody uses it the fact that it's being used should let you know as a person uh that's exposed to this type of research it should let you know that something is seriously up if they're letting you know this they want you to know and they want you to act on it and go look in a particular direction because of it john close up man i mean 100 percent, billy ray like i can't and that's the thing is you got to challenge your paradigms you know a lot of people don't know that martin luther king won a margaret sanger to war and his wife uh, gave, gave the speech for that about how much Planned Parenthood helped out the black community. Um, <laughs> so you got to take these heroes wow. that you have, and that's one of my jobs, because we all have heroes. We all have people that we believe in. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but you always got to look at who they really are and what they really represent before you idolize them as a hero. And a lot of people aren't doing that, and that's what they're doing with QAnon. That's what they're doing with Donald John Trump. You know, the savior, the hero, come save me. We need save from the New World Order. Please help. Well, I hate to tell you, but nobody who makes it up to president is ever going to be for us. They're never going to be on our side. Because to get there, you already got to be compromised in the first place. How? Heck, 98% of Congress, maybe even 100% of Congress is compromised. Supreme Court justices, you name it. No one's going to save us. Don't sit there and trust the plan. Don't pop your popcorn. That's the biggest thing that pisses me off above everything of Q is to sit there, trust the plan, eat your popcorn, enjoy the show. Yeah. No. Research, be activists, nonviolent protests, get out there and realize that we're still bombing Yemen, that the world's still turning, that Trump is going to push us into wars possibly with Venezuela, North Korea, or Iran or, they're or, talking about now, brother, Iran. Syria. There's and, ju just a, a false flag just went down in Syria, and they're trying to blame it on on the government. Exactly, again. and do, and don't take what I tell you, just as Bill Cooper always said, and Josh Reeves, don't take what I say for you at face value. Okay, go research on your own. Research the Council for National Policy. Yeah. You know, w look into the work of Josh Reeves and the Antidote Podcast, and my work on the CMP. Go research and just you know work on Q. You know, look into. Uh, people have covered Q before, like Nathan Stoltman from Lift the Veil. Um, and even even though these people may not be 100% genuine, um, I still think that, you know, it is worth uh, looking at, you know, people's individual work on these certain movements. Uh, Matthew North in Q, even though Matthew North has black sun ties, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Jesse Spots in Q. Um, Unirock, even though Unirock... Um, uh, you know, Unirock and himself, you know, flirts with Infowars. You know, go look at what they said about Q, CW Chanter, all of them. You know, and I might have my individual issues with certain people, but you, that's the thing is, is you need to stop 
saying, well, I don't like this guy because he runs yeah. me the wrong way, or yeah. I don't like this guy because he's affiliated with this. Listen to them and weigh the evidence. I listen to Jordan Sather and Pray Medic at least once a week. Because <laughs> I want to know what's going on on q I got you. I got now, you. Now, yeah, does it trigger me to the moon? Of course it does. Just like if I turn on AM Lady and listen to Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and Ben Shapiro, or Alex Jones, or, or Coast to Coast AM, or John B. Wells, who jumped on the QAnon train as hard as he possibly can, is now full on Council for National Policy with all the CMP people he has on uh, Caravan to Midnight. So, you know, that you got to look at this. You know, you're being deceived. If you're a disciple of Q, if you are a baker, if you are looking for the crumbs on A-chan, realize that you are being deceived and wake up for the love of God. Don't fall into their great awakening bullcrap, okay, that the mystery schools have pushed since the dawn of time. Realize and look at research and the things that we're telling you. Research and things that you know that Billy Ray, you know, the the guest that he has on the Infinite French is telling you about this. You know, research this and realize that you've been duped. It's okay to admit that you're wrong. I admit that I'm wrong all the time. I voted for Trump and it was a huge mistake. I told people that Trump was our guy early on and it was a huge mistake. I was unaware of that. I was unaware of all of this, and I'll be continue to make mistakes. It's part of being a researcher and a part of growing. Yeah, it's but part the of thing being is. Alive. Is be weary when someone doesn't admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, Q has never admitted that they that they were wrong. Not only that, they say, trust me. Trust me. And give you nothing to trust them on. Just trust me. Regardless, you shouldn't trust uh, anybody uh, without doing your fair amount of research into that uh, particular subject. JG, what do you got, man? Well, I just want to say... Uh, it's been a privilege uh, to be part of this uh, conversation tonight, and I want to thank uh, John and you uh, both for inviting me, and uh, it's been a stimulating bit of conversation, and I think, um, you know, there's a lot of heroes, you know, but there's stories written, you know, and the stories are interesting, and uh, we only, uh, as as human beings, the media only feeds us the interesting stories, and uh because otherwise we we we're not interested. So, I got something good for you here, Billy. Go um, ahead, do it. Okay, here we go. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Now let's look at who's been running this country since World War II. They have some involvement in all of these. What is the link? What do cars have to do with books, you might ask? The Trilateral Commission with the Council on Foreign Relations, you ever hear of them? Well, neither did I until I noticed the chain of coincidence. They have members on the boards of all the largest corporations. Not one detail has been left out. Am I right? Do you feel it? Yes. Do you know what Bobby Ray Inman was doing before he was running the microelectronics and the computer tech corporation? Well, guess. A CIA director in public knowledge. Do you run out of Kleenex, paper towels, and toilet paper at the same time? You know it's true. It's all true. You remember how Governor White campaigned to get the MC. Very nice. JG, you there? There you go. 
Good, 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 good. good, good. Listen, I just want to say, just just in closing, uh, for anyone out there that is still full on in support of Donald Trump, right, and uh, QAnon and all this other stuff, man, listen, all you have to do is pay attention to what's going on in the world right now, okay? And these wars don't stop. They don't stop and they won't stop. Not as long as these people are running things. And they plan to run, on, to run them for as long as they want. All right? It's going on in Venezuela, in Yemen, uh, in Syria. They want war with Iran right now. It's crazy. This is lunacy. This is lunacy. Nothing has changed. So we need to stop the nonsense, man. We really do. Uh, John, say goodbye to the people real quick, man. Well, of course, uh, it's definitely been a pleasure to be here on the Infinite Fringe. Uh, JG, Billy Ray, thank you for definitely having me on. Um, hope that I was able to drop some truth bombs, even though I hate using that term, <laughs> uh, tonight to the general public. And uh, yeah, definitely, you know, research for yourself. Don't take anything that I've said. Um, and if I get anything wrong, you know, email me. We've read the documents yeah. at uh, protonmail.com. Oh, I'm sure uh, I'll get some emails. <laughs> we've read the documents at protonmail.com and, and, and you know and if you want me to provide the evidence of my claims uh i will do so i will you know provide you source material um and uh yeah i mean don't uh if anybody ever tells you to trust the plan uh, don't trust the plan until you've read the plan and no one's uh read a q's plan <laughs> and, and there probably isn't a plan written down jimmy say goodbye Hey, hey, my name's Jimmy. See you next time, Billy. Thanks a lot for having me. The couch has been fluffed up, and I will uh, leave the uh, incense burning. I'll take you, talk to you later. All right, all right, all right. Uh, it's the Infinite Fringe. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Thank you to these two beasts of knowledges that I had on, of knowledge. Listen to me, knowledges. New word, ladies and gentlemen, by uh, BRV Anon. Uh, beast of knowledge that I had on right now. Um, thank you both for dropping all that you did very much appreciated and uh we'll do more we'll do more because uh inevitably there will be more to do uh donald trump will probably be elected or selected for another four years to continue to divide and there'll be more QAnon crap going on and uh we'll be here to potentially expose it it's what we do it's the infinite fringe everybody take it easy thank you for listening god bless you bye-bye